one time shawty dropped that thing for me Yeah, I got everything you want I got everything you need I'm here to fill all your fantasies Yeah No, no, baby She in love with the D Yeah, yeah, I said the D I be hitting like, yeah, yeah, yeah She in love with me Making movies on the screen I didn't turn into a fiend Something she ain't never seen Baby, I'm down if you let me Young nigga gon' change your lifestyle Said you need to be a birdie Put a ring on a lockdown So you know what I've been on You wanna know what my mind's at? Crazy that you scared of heights But you look down on me while you climax I tear that pussy down You ready? You ready? I tear that pussy down The front door, panties missing all go. Mission is her all go. She gonna get what she asked for. No, no, baby. Yeah, she been bragging about my D. Got her friends all lurking though. Where the girl topping me? You would swear she had convertible. I kill for certain. Yeah, that's for certain. She scared of heights. I got that thing shaking like turbulence. Baby, I'm down if you let me Young nigga gon' change your lifestyle Said you need to be a birdie Put a ring on a lockdown So you know what I've been on You wanna know what my mind's at Crazy that you scared of heights But you look down on me This is your host this week, your boy Irv Nizzle Wanna give a shout out to the maestro himself That is, uh, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry Let me let me do this the right way right. Okay. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen. Haters of all ages Welcome to the UD Podcast. I am your host, filling in for the maestro himself, Jay Easy, who is out on assignment. Irv Nizzle to my left, Hex to my right, KG from DC, and in the building as always, J to the R, J to the R. Welcome back, fellas. It's been a week. Oh, this is uh, yeah. of uh, some interesting goings ons. Right. Uh, happy to be here with my brothers. Always. Uh, as always, first and foremost, wellness check. How y'all doing? Hey, good. Good this week, man. Right. I told you, I got a lot. I got a lot on my plate. Got a lot I'm handling, but I'm here. Hey, man, it's a whole lot of bullshit going on, but I'm happy as a motherfucker to be here. Yeah, this is the no, best part. the rest of this shit don't matter. Yeah, this is one of the dopest parts of my week is being here with my brothers. Yeah. Being able to talk about whatever the hell is going on, and it's always something going on that we have an opinion about. So y'all ain't going to never be able to get rid of us yeah, and our opinions. Um, just want to start off with myself. I can't complain about too much of nothing. I, uh, the last time I said that I was doing it one day at a time, I got in a little bit of trouble. So I'm <laughs> I'm doing it a couple of weeks forward, thinking about what the future is going to look like and how better my tomorrow is going to be than my today. See, I was about to ask you how your week was going, but I kind of know how your week is going. And I didn't know if that was the right appropriate thing to ask. But I do know my brothers are the strongest brothers in this world. And that's why we're able to handle them, hang on with them, and stand with them. Well, you know, life is always going to happen, and I'm I'm 
privilege to be around some brothers that I know is going to be able to handle whatever is thrown in front of them. Indeed. Adversity ain't nothing but, you know, the next motherfucking yeah, thing coming. Next week. Some shit that I got to take care of, like yeah. taking out the trash or washing the dishes, you know, shit like that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm never concerned with uh, myself or my brothers being able to handle a little bit of adversity. Absolutely. Um, and spe- speaking of adversity, <laughs> we have quite a few, pe- few people uh, that seem to be dealing with a little bit. Uh, first, 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 we'll we'll bring up uh, the gentleman in New York, Governor Cuomo, oh. seems to be dealing with uh, uh, a little issue. Well, I wouldn't say it's little, and I won't say it's a small issue by any means. But right now, uh, apparently, that he's been investigated and has had eleven accusers up. This is, is the count that he's up to now. Uh, accuse him of sexual harassment or assault or or something. In you window. Know. Yeah, yeah. But he's been accused. He's been investigated by the Attorney General of New York, mm-hmm. and they said they there there are eleven allegations, and that they are preparing an indictment um, for him. No R. Kelly. So yeah, right, right, right. And now there's <laughs> and after the eleven uh, act, accusers, there's actually a criminal suit that's being filed by the his one. executive assistant right. uh, that says that 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 uh, what it was he gave her a hug and reached under her clothing and and grabbed her boob or or felt her boob or something something along those I lines think I know that she somebody who has an issue with this I, yeah. I don't know who it is but so I think just we'll to, hear from them. just to, just to put it out there that that's what the issue is and just 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 curious about how you fellas are interpreting what has gone down thus far the timing surprise 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 it's just just I mean, it, I feel, you know, so many different ways about this. Again, um, we spoke uh, weeks ago about cultures and climates and, you know, things that fester in in the workplace. Um, And the more you try to ask the questions, I talked to Hex um, earlier today, um, the more you try to ask the questions and try to be inquisitive about what really took place, sometimes you find yourself defending yourself asking, <laughs> for asking questions just to find out what the fuck was really going on. Right. Um, it, it, it's starting to get to a point where it's, um, it's, getting, a little, it's getting a little old. Um, and I know uh, people would say, uh, well, if you were on, if it, if it was on the other shoe, if it was uh, your, your mother or your, 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 your daughter sister, or your, your sister daughter, or your wife, yeah. and they give you that. But again, it's, I, I hate to say it, it's not. Um, but at the same time, you gotta, we have to find a way to be able to ask the questions, keep on a logic, a logical course. I just, you, you said, but it's not. As in, it's not my daughter, my right, mother, right, so right, I ain't right, really right. concerned. No, no, no. I'll be, I'll be. I'll, I'll, hey, I have to be honest with you. At the end of the day, you're trying to put it in that perspective again, trying to make it seem like I have no sensitivity right. to what's going on. You're trying to flip it. It's not that I don't necessarily care, but I, but but it's not. It's not. But this is not what we're talking about. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I I'm certainly not. I don't think any of us are belittling anybody's. Feelings. If if you so, felt that you were wronged in any way, well, let's, it's let's your right clear. to be able what to say what we're not belittling is anybody's actual issue with being touched inappropriately, fondled inappropriately, um, just discarded inappropriately. That's what we're not making a joke out of. What we are making a joke out of, if we're going to make a joke, is going to be about the idea that do I have to believe you? 
There you and have. that's not fun. That's not cool. That's really hard to deal with because I don't know whether you're right or wrong. Any situation that is, my but word we have yours. enough ideas to know about other situations that are right or wrong. And don't get me wrong. This is us doing a podcast in Twitter life. So understand there will be jokes that will be thrown and there will also be times when it's like, yeah, that's not funny. Sure. And this will happen at the same time. And y'all are all here. Y'all have been here for the last however many podcasts we've done this. You understand that we're not making fun of people who are actual victims. And if you don't understand that, go back and listen to the last last episodes. But what we will say is there are circumstances that are funny. And we'll have to deal with those. Yeah. That's true. But the real deal is that if you're an actual victim, no, nah, we have nothing but respect and love and want to want to back you up. But right now, we don't know a goddamn thing. And we're going to get to some other things that we also don't know a goddamn thing about. <laughs> and we're going to figure out whether it's funny or whether it's not. Right now, this part's really not funny. It's just about, damn, what do we do with what's going on here? And I think I know somebody who has a great idea on how they feel about it. <laughs> I wonder who that is. I, this is uh, I just want to say that it, this is supposed to be America, right? Supposed That's what they say. And, and it's supposed to be you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And as far as supposed to be. I'm aware of, there hasn't been I've any heard that somewhere proof of guilt yet. Not to say that there won't be some coming down the line. I've never but, seen that, but I've heard but of I that. But I think it, it never looks good when the President of the United States and the Speaker of the House and, <laughs> and the Senate leader are saying, maybe this give up your is job, the time that you're supposed to be Give up your down. job, my nigga. But again, it's, it's, this is the this is the environment that we're in and and those are some pretty heavy things to have on your shoulder I, I commend him if if he really believes that he didn't do anything he should stand up and fight there you go you know but but if if he did and he's just trying this is it's just not a good look if if he's just trying to I, I'm staying here to not look guilty is basically what I'm standing to fight for if you're saving face this is stupid here's where my problem starts we we had a we had a we had a last president, if you guys recall, as a story where this this individual is the best way I can call him with that the, with the, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> he, he decided he was going to invest his own time and money to a full page ad about a group of young men in Central Park that he wanted to swear up and down committed a crime. Now the victim also swore up and down that these men committed this crime when the DNA came back and said it was no way it was them no one said a word hmm. now the problem with this is for some reason we we have a thing going on where it's like I falsely accused you my bad but when I accuse you oh you ain't shit you got to be guilty cause I've accused you and and so somewhere in there, I think there's there's we're not having an honest conversation because, again, you can't when I just when I just laid on the ground floor here is an example of someone who swore by people who backed this woman's statement. Would you think the victim wouldn't know? Right. That's how it's all treated. You think the victim doesn't know and, who and assaulted her? Clarify. Please clarify for the uninformed about. 
the, the, the Central Park Five. So, the Central Park Five is a story of again five young men who were in the park at a particular time, and at night happened to be a couple of fights that happened in one part of the, of the park, and some people have been robbed in one part of the park. It was consistent. It was you know sometimes when the, when it got dark, it was not the safest place in certain parts, as they were in proximity to what we call bad neighborhoods. The other parts seem to be safer, right? That's why people still jog through those parts to this day. But the whole point is, at the end of the day, a young lady was assaulted. She actually was physically raped. And when they came about to, to put blame on someone, they came about these gentlemen who were in the park at the time that there was this other altercation somewhere else. So, But at some point in time, they decided, oh, we got, our, we got, the, we got these guys. Right. We got the criminals. And she co-signed it, too. Right. And I don't know how old you are, but depending on how old you are, you either saw the story, heard about the story, and you, in your mind, you co-signed it too. Because in America, what do we do? Accused, guilty. Yeah. Simply accused makes you guilty in our world. And so I, I just want people to, for a moment, to step back. Because I understand what you want to do is you want to say, these are women. These are soft, delicate flowers. Of course, they would never want to just cause harm on some man's life for whatever reason they wanted to do so. But now that I've laid out a case in which someone clearly did so, and someone went to jail and gave up years of their lives that they can't get back, and she can't give them back, and no one apologized for the mix-up, right? Because there's a mix-up when the DNA comes back that proves you're a lying motherfucker. To this day. Well, that's, that's really what it is. The DNA day. said, well, bitch, you were lying. But you I, swore. Okay. You okay, swore. Hold on, hold on, you swore. Hold on. And that's all I'm saying here. In this same case, this first, there's only one lady doing all the swearing. They got eleven people, but they got one doing all the swearing, and one who's down, who's trying to go forward with a civil case, which only results in money. I also want people to be be, be uh, clearly aware that no crime has been committed here, and I think we do we do a great line with that too. We'd have a wonderful way of, I don't give a damn, somebody said it. Have you ever have you ever said this to somebody? Um, where's my where's my money at? Where's my wallet? Baby, where's my wallet? I had it right here on the kitchen counter. Don't tell me I didn't have it on the kitchen counter. And then she goes, hold up, baby, it's right here in the bathroom. You must have had it in the bathroom. Now, see, once again, when you are proven to be mistaken, then you are allowing yourself to become human again, right? But at the time, you were indignant. You were clear that that wallet had to still be on the counter when you swore you left it. I knew I left it right there. This is where I put it at. And that's all. I, well, my point today is to say, I, I just hope that we can get to a point where we're allowing facts, truth, and two parts to the story to come about before people go, well, come on. Women have been victimized forever. So if any lady is mistaken, fuck that dude's life and his livelihood and his job, his career, his name, his reputation Okay, so ladies, we do understand that there's another side to this. What we're trying to say is, even what Hex is saying is con is con absolutely congruent with the idea of let there be two sides. Let there be three sides. My point of view, your point of view, and what actually happened. And I want to say that stringently when we're talking about the situation we're talking about here because that woman being abused in a park at night what she would have seen I can't imagine the flashing lights and the flashing darknesses that were around her and for her to feel a certain way 
part of that is some white woman abuse uh, passion that was there coming out of slavery. Part of that would have been no, there's a similarity between this black man and another one, even though I know perfectly good black people who can't tell other black people apart in the light, much less the dark. And then another part of it is just you have convicted people that were not the people, but they were simply a group of people who were around. And I don't know how to say anything to her about that because this isn't Emmett Till. And I don't want to make those equivalent. Emmett Till's um, destroyer, for lack of a better term, was a woman who, on her deathbed, sat there and admitted that she lied. So I don't want to make an equivalence between the two, even though the effect is similar. Yeah, you, you kind of, it is, yeah, you're doing it right now. The effect, no, 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 those are wholly different things, and I don't want people to get that misconstrued. The effect is similar, but somebody who was afraid to talk to their people and say, I made a mistake, is way different from somebody who really didn't know whether they were wrong, and the numbers added up in her head. I agree with that. And I just want to make the difference between... First of all, this makes neither of them less racist. At all. It simply, impl- it simply explains why one thing could make sense to anybody and another thing could be, oh, you knew exactly what you were doing. Right. There's a difference between... And, and you decided to railroad a black man into history, even though you didn't know how strongly built his mom was that she was going to put this on display for everybody so that you were this person who was going to carry this victimhood into your afterlife. And then you decided, eh, you know what? I'll get off the scales at the end. Fuck you. You have caused all of this all the way until this time. I, it's like Heck said to me. It's, 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 it's simple. I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with anything you said. It's simpler than that to me. It, there's this out. There's a bunch of sides to whatever story. Indeed. But at the end of the day, there's there's still a fucking truth. There is a truth. And that's the, there's one thing when you're trying to control a narrative. I'm trying to tell you a story. Yeah. And there's another thing when I'm trying to tell you the truth. Yes. What has me fucked up is that I, the truth has been told and established, and you doubling down on what's not the truth. Well, that's you, you can't admit that the truth has been established and it's different from the shit that I was trying and to say. And we get that every time we see the Karens on the YouTube channels and they're saying, you said to me that I was... No, the cop said what they said. It was actually on tape. Um, do you need us to rewind it? Well, that's not true. Look, it's literally right here. What do you mean? Uh, Irv, I just want to say shout out to leadership this week. Um, I think this, um, the president, our president, the president of the United States, um, he had 46. A, the city yes. current president. The yeah, city one had 81 million people. The only one, the, the last one, the one we know that we identify with here. Um, he came out this week. He was speaking to a White House correspondent. Um, Caitlin Collins, I think, was interviewing him. And um, basically, she asked him the question, um, Will he 
continue? Will, will he ask uh, Cuomo to step down uh, this week? And he said, yes, he's going to stick to his guns, which I think was, was, was what he should have done. Then she further tried to ask him a question. Do you think um, some of his actions uh, reflect? And he said, one step at a time. And he, and he left it right there, one step at a time. It kind of goes back to what KG's been saying for the last couple of weeks, that there's two sides to everything. And the president kind of took a handle on something. It's the first time I've seen leadership really be leadership. Now, do I think Cuomo should step down? No, I don't. But I think the president did what he needed to do. I think he set the stage now for Cuomo so, to, to, be, to, to do what he so needs to do. So you say him making a statement and sticking behind what he said, regardless of what side of the argument on show strength for... It, show, it, show, it, shows, it shows leadership and it sets the stage, uh, rather than to go back on what he said you know, prior and now coming back and changing it. I think he's, he showed leadership. I think now it set the stage for something going down the road. That's how I interpret it. Uh, all right. Well, I will say this. I can agree with the idea that he did the right thing, but not for those reasons. Um, not because he was doubling up on what he said the first time, but because if you already understand, I'm doing this for political reasons. And the reason is protect the home base. You are New York. I need to have a clean New York during this time when COVID is about to pop back up. And I can't have you being the face of this. And this is going to get back to something that we're going to talk about later on. Uh, I can't have you as my supporter when I need people to believe in me. That part, I believe in. So you say he's distancing himself, basically. No, he's exactly. telling him he's to distance himself from the, the position and where the party is right now. But I'm glad you said that. This, 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 this is, but this is the, a curi the, the curiosity to me is the fact that this is completely Democratic house cream. Oh, this, what, how, oh, what Republican has come out? What big name Republican has come out and even had a statement about they, what's see, going they, on in New see, York? They don't have to. When you got people, why would they who care? Their own. Have, now see here's well, the odd care. part to me is that, that's, but that's what I'm trying to why we eat, so go ahead, this go ahead. is why I mentioned in the war room th Wednesday he shouldn't have said shit let me tell you why Mr. Biden you don't say a word cause don't you remember pot kettle remember you were kissing foreheads it wasn't six months ago eight months ago some people said um, Biden's creepy little, Joe he was creepy Joe he's a little touchy feely he kissed my forehead at the Christmas party and as soon as they let you free, you jump on the game. You you join with the masses, which are the assumers, the I don't readers. I read, I hear clips and then form opinions. That group is that's that's a majority these days. People don't delve into information. They don't really want to know because facts aren't sexy. Details ain't sexy. Innuendo, the possibilities of things. That's like a cliffhanger. It's like it's like the waiting for next week's episode or whatever show you're into now. That's what happened here. And so when he jumped on and decided he wanted to say what he wanted to say, all he was doing was telling the rest of them, um, don't say nothing to me. I'm going to say what y'all want to hear. I agree with you to a point. The other point is, that's his fucking job. And I'm not telling y'all, y'all are wrong. Oh, we appreciate it. <laughs> oh, but, but even if you feel like, like that, it doesn't change the fact that his job is to speak for his, who, who, who's the he, whose job? Biden. 
Biden, okay. the president of the United States, his job is to speak for the people who are saying, I need to have a clear enough conscience while these uh, rerun uh, uh, um, votings are going on. Everything else, I need to be able to speak with a clear conscience, even though these people are soft and fish hearted, that they have to fish hearted. That's dope. I like. Is that. there is there not a difference between what's going on? Their backbones are, are flexible as hell, right? And that's America. Those are those are good jellyfish. Let me let me be clear. Be specific with America's backbones have been flexible as hell since before Kennedy got into office. This is not a new thing. This is just a real thing, and you know who you're dealing with. So therefore, in order for him to even sound like he's solid. After all the bullshit that goes on every two to four years where you end up exposing what somebody said about this person and somebody said about that person. I don't know anybody who really believes that Biden is a bad dude, but I do know a lot of people who think he's a little too touchy. Cool. Does anybody think he's actually fornicated with anyone? I don't know. But see, anyone. that's the thing about Cuomo. Well, let me finish. No, let, let, me finish. let me finish. I don't. Go First of all, they did. <laughs> Second of all, he no, always go, got the scoop. Go, go, he got go, this go, shit. Go, Nobody go, else knows. Don't be an asshole if you don't know. Don't know. I don't, don't know. Be, okay, tell us where you got shut it. Shut the fuck up. That's cops in the court right there. What I'm simply saying is, there are plenty of people who during the whole point was we were talking about people who actually accused him and pulled out people who said he did this and did that. I didn't make that part of Since there are people who are willing to sit there and make this look like a whole vision, which is what you have been saying about a lot of other people and about some things we're going to talk about later. You can promote a vision without saying this actually happened on the level that it looks like it's happening on. Does Cuomo need to step down? Cuomo needs to be the man he decides he needs to be. He doesn't have to listen to Biden. He doesn't have to listen to anybody. He is New York's guy. Well, and that, yeah. well, that, well this, is, this is what I'm saying. He, he when Does Cuomo need to step down? No, he doesn't. I believe, we talk about the alley-oops, I believe this is somewhat of a somewhat, somewhat of an alley-oop that the president has said to him. The president, like KG has said, has done what I think he should have done. He said what he should have said. Now it's time for Cuomo, as he came right off, right off the break, he came with a statement, which I think was good, what his side of it was. Now, the state, this has got to be an ongoing thing. So, we, this, so the bottom line is, the stage is set. So my thing is, I don't think he should step down. But I think... This, the stage has been set by the president. Now he can def- now he can defend himself. He can say what it is and let and let and let the process take take place. Hex, does Cuomo need to step down? I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't, but I don't know. And you here's would. a further question. And I'm not going off Hex. I'm just saying, if he doesn't step down, what is his next move? Because he doesn't necessarily. Right or wrong has nothing to do, and I I think I can agree with all of us here in saying that being right or wrong is not the reason to step up or step down. 
I think he has <laughs> no, no, because you can be right and still know it's the right thing to do for the people around you. So I'm two for two. You, 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 you arguing against yourself right now. I am not. What I'm simply saying is he's a politician, and if we're talking about politics, no, there's a there's a right thing to do for the party and for your people that has nothing to do with you. That, that's two different. Do, that doing different? the right thing and the right thing for your party are two very and different things. And I just things. said that. And my point to that is. You can know. You can still. I just want make. you to know you're very confrontational. This <laughs> first of all, I've been confrontational all my life. I don't really have a, any, any reason to be scared. That's, of that. that's true. What I'm trying to say is, you can know, and I've had arguments with you face to face with this, and it's been it been about really personal things. I'm not talking about did I, anything. Did I win? About if I didn't win, I don't want to talk. First of all, you didn't I'm always sorry. win, but sometimes you did. But I do know there's a time when it's been like you and I have agreed. Yeah, we just going to keep that truth to ourselves and whatever has to be believed there, we can defend that way better without the angst that's going to come from it. And that's just a real thing about real life. We can bring this into politics where we involve millions of people and understand that this man can be a power broker if he decides, you know what? I'll step down to the down from this and still understand that I am who I am. I said what I said. What was the dude who showed his dick? Um, you remember the guy who showed his dick and was still on like Bill Maher like months later? You're talking and about Jeffrey Tubin, the dude. No, yeah, it was the one whose name sounds like a dick. I'm trying to remember who it was, but he actually got caught sending dick pics to somebody. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> Anthony Weiner. Weiner, thank you. Right. Weiner, except from the joking person <laughs> over to the side. Yeah. But yeah, Anthony Weiner, he still has some political power because he was able to just stand up, let it fall, and do his thing. And he was on Bill Maher like six months later. Less than that, actually. He wasn't completely canceled. Which he wasn't completely canceled, and he was able to keep some of his political power. Not the person who could stand up and get on, you know, saying anybody's thing. This is my issue. I, I my, my guy, well, he's not my guy. Cuomo has been accused. So Cuomo's your guy. I'm joking. He's been accused by 11 people, right. and there hasn't been any proof of guilt. That's why I'm sure. Forty-five was accused by how many ladies for yeah, and, man, and this team that I know still of. made it to the presidency and to this day no investigation no no step down no nothing right I'm, I'm just saying not at all but I say all that, that to lead us into our next subject which is I think a little bit more straightforward than, than this one might be um, I don't know how many of you saw uh, the babies. Performance no. at was it Lola Palooza? Duh, baby. Duh. Duh, baby. Duh. Duh. Like, it should be D U. Like, it should be D U H. Charlotte Strand. So, but, but the and baby. I love Charlotte. The baby had quite a few things to say at Lola Palooza after his. At the oh, you're going to read them out loud. Oh, yeah. But you got. You can't appreciate it. No. But hold on. First no, of all, I agree with you. You can't appreciate his gangster for bringing on Tory Lanez oh. right after Meg Thee Stallion. No, right before. Right before. I thought, I thought, they, no, I thought Meg before, went first no, and then they came. Tory. No, Meg was about to hit the stage. 
You sure? I swear I believe that's the case now. I could be wrong. Yeah. Either way, him it showing up is just the, being on the same stage as Meg with everything going on is just matter of fact, let me just make up a word. The, irregardless of the of the fever that he, this nigga had the nerve to do with this is so amazing that it's like nigga, you was, know you're wrong. It was after just to confirm. Okay, I appreciate it. He first came under fire for bringing out Tory Lanez to perform their latest single. After <laughs> disrespect, Dis- disrespect. This is irregardless spelled correctly <laughs> in like in real life. Look, look where's irregardless? At? It's, it's, right, look, look. it's right look, where you see. Look. How many times did your father, t- bruh, my mom, my speech therapist bro. mother? Oh my god! <laughs> yes, but at the ro- at the Rolling Loud Festival, I got I got to please bear with me, you guys. I just I want to give you the but let's be entire clear. quote of what my this man Negro, said. This Negro brought the dude who is acclaimed for shooting her in the foot after dating her <laughs> in front of I want to say a Kardashian. I was at Callie's party. So while I'm filling in here, I'm just explaining that this is what happened with this five foot six or so um, <laughs> Canadian who has been dating Meg Thee Stallion, the who, is, who is a five foot eight or nine Houstonian um, of thickness value that we have all seen on TV. And supposedly... Shot her in the foot, drunkenly, where all of them have been. Now, it really doesn't matter whether he did or didn't in terms of the point we're making here. But the audacity to be able to pull up the dude who did this and that you have done a song, multiple songs with, right after her, after there had been a whole interesting case about, hold up, dude, you really going to like do music with this dude and he said oh no nah, this music oh dog we just we did this shit a long time ago I ain't even acting like this mine like this ain't nothing new he, he, look I didn't even release this that's, this that's was what somebody makes, else who released it that's what makes it so bad is that you giving all that detail and that even what we talking about how he's being disrespectful but we, about but we are that's, that's just the, be, that's just the, the beginning it of it is the beginning of but then he went he went all the way and let me I'm gonna read his quote exactly he said if you at the end of the this I don't know Go at, at the end of his show when he finished doing his set my man decided to say if you didn't show up today with HIV AIDS or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks yes then put your cell phone lighters up <laughs> Ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone lighters up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighters up. <laughs> and then somebody had the nerves to be like, what this got to do with gay people? What this got to do with gay tropes? That was that was the beginning. And this then, is the intro right, before then, he then, brought then out when Tory. They confronted him about what he was saying, he came back with. My gay fans, they take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. They ain't no nasty gay niggas. Yeah. They ain't no junkies in the street. Word. Then I said, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighters up. You know what my gay fans did? Put that motherfucking light up, nigga. Because <laughs> my gay fans ain't going for that shit. 
They got class. They ain't sucking no dick in no parking lot. <laughs> first, of all, first of all, I've seen so many uh, like actual people who go to festivals who are just like, oh no, there's dick sucking in the parking lot. You ain't got to be gay for that to be the case. And that was hilarious to me. Second of all, the fact that this nigga thought that Oh no, I got the good gays. <laughs> is the craziest thing in the world to me, even though I know that other people won't see it that way. But to me, that's the most hilarious thing to me. And let's talk about it. Yeah, I was I was a little curious myself, like how you how you got all this inside information about, the good about gays, your gay man. fans. I got the good gays. But that's something nigga. you clearly keep it at arm's length at the very least. <laughs> because you unless, didn't talk to them before this. Unless this is this is one of them where you got your side, my side and, and the truth. <laughs> Obviously I haven't delved into the lyrics long enough to figure out how he divided this into Nah, you know you you my good gaze. But let me let me tell you something, dog. If he could have said all this shit in a song, and nobody would have said a motherfucking thing, dog. He would have had to make that a smash. I, bro, if he would have rapped that shit and had some bars and said some other shit, he would have had to make that shit a smash. I'm telling you, you would have thought twice. Little baby had that. Like, oh, hey, he, did, 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 have you heard the new little baby shit? Mm-hmm. Little, little, I'm sorry, little baby, the baby, on top little baby, of, baby no, and I, the baby. I meant exactly yeah, what yeah, I yeah. meant. The baby would have had to have to have had two bars from little baby. Co-signed all that. J. Cole should have been on that joint. J. Cole would not have touched that with a ten-foot gay pole. He, 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 it would never have happened. What's what's the, Can you clarify the gay pole statement? You Obviously, just, it's the same way that he understands that you care that if you suck dick in the parking lot, you're gay. Like it's the same way. I don't understand how that works, but he understands it obviously because I've been to Charlotte, lived in Charlotte. Uh, obviously, I didn't. Know what was going on, but I, I just don't understand the rational. Bro. All I know is pride is a devil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he would have. Be, it would behooved him if he would have just like like. I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Chris Brown. Fucking perform and get your ass off stage and all that extra shit getting in your feelings and what. And you what, see, and you what, see what Chris Brown said? Look, clearly showing the real you is not the answer. You saw what Chris Brown said, right? No, he said, just shut the shut fuck the fuck up. up. <laughs> I only know from experience. <laughs> I'm telling you, just shut the fuck up. I mean, I just, I just don't understand the why. That's, I, I, you know, what made him. Why was that a relevant statement at that point in time? It, it, you could have talked about we had the Rolling Loud Festival, everybody getting their business in, and this is what you decided was important for you to share with the what, crowd. Hold up, before before you do this, I have a question. What happened to hey Brooklyn on the right? Ho! What happened to all my niggas on the left? Ho! Everybody who love hip hop. Ho! What happened to just the easy call and response? I don't know why you had to dig into the most trivial—not even trivial, because that's disrespectful—the grimiest version of the mix under you Bruh. to be like, "Hey, if you." 
like what was his experience that he had to pull out if you suck dick in the parking lot that's what I've been to a lot of what parties what happened to you I've been to a lot of <laughs> concerts you had to pull out and there was no time that I was like yeah, this the, would be a good time to talk about niggas sucking and, dick in the parking lot and the baby you have knocked niggas out in all types of TV shows and shot people I am not disrespecting your gangster I just need to understand why, why was this where you decided to why? do it like what the why? fuck happened to you right yeah. before this why? that you had to feel like like did somebody like touch your genitalia and be like mm, Mr. The Baby was he watching Mr. The Baby you so sexy come on into this parking lot like I need to understand what happened to you that you felt like this was the spot for you to just go on and tell everybody I'm homophobic as fuck um, and how y'all feel about this shit I just need to know because and, and that, then double down on it the next day no not just that <laughs> to Trump doubled and tripled down on this bitch but go ahead I'm sorry I, I apologize Hex you had something you want to say um man come on pride <laughs> is the devil come on you, you really don't really got a hold have, on me uh, there's not really room for uh, conversation no longer. Yeah. Uh, there's no longer. What we've decided is um, basically <laughs> the only people who can fall short, the only people who can make a mistake, the only people who can do whatever the fuck they want is a certain group. And they can read into that however they want to. That's how it works nowadays. So fill in those thoughts for me public and tell me what I mean and I'm, I'm okay with that because I because I already know what I know I know who you again you know how you when you know who you're playing against you can decide whether or not if you get this you if you if you lose by 50 is it a big deal or if you lose by two is it a big deal and, and you already understand this is a a completely unwinnable scenario it is yeah. and a cell phone and and unfortunately <laughs> if you do know the music industry I can only imagine what this brother in hip hop deals with has dealt with has been faced with and, and has been surprised by and I'll leave it at that well let, let me add something to that because I happen to have known this nigga for like 30 years um, to say that part is true and here's the thing the reason why the rest of us are making jokes about the baby is not because what he's saying is the worst thing ever. It is bad, especially given the time and place he's doing it. Like if he were in SOBs and said this, it would be like, okay, you're kind of being funny. No. He chose the biggest stage that he would be on, and not the biggest, but one of the biggest shows he would be on to be able to say this. And that's where it seems personal. And that's why I'm funnily asking, I'm funny asking a question, because it's like, why did you choose this here on top of bringing out Tory Lanez, on top of this shit being right after Meg Thee Stallion? Like, so you like, was he, was he? Talking about somebody specifically or a person or experience specifically. He was or tweaking something. 
It, yeah, it wasn't just a random. What, it wasn't random. I, is what you said. It's not at all random. Okay. And I think that's what I think Hex is talking about as well. When it's like, hold up, so you decided this was the time you were going to say something about this. Because here's the thing: the baby has put on the puffy suit and been, you know, Suge Knight. He is the playful dude in his image. In real life, I've lived in Charlotte. I know the real dudes who live in Charlotte. Bro, we say this all the time. And I know how he is both of those. But this wasn't him being playful. This was, this was him making a statement. And I wonder why he chose this. Like, he couldn't hold it no more. He's a grown ass man. Absolutely. Well, that grown. grown. That, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I apologize. He's, I'm, he's a half grown ass man. Yeah, absolutely. That spoke his mind, and, and he's entitled to his opinion. Yes, absolutely. But just like every one of us in here, you still and outside, to that shit. You, you still you gotta live with that shit. You gotta live with the consequences of your words and actions. That's it. So let me ask you that. And I think he understands. He understands, he understands now. Now, hey, look, if he wasn't grown before, he's growing the fuck up right now. He is. <laughs> and he, he had twenty four hours to yeah. recant. We'll see. And, and double down. Yes, go ahead. Double down. And and he chose to go that direction. No, he he doubled and tripled. He doubled and tripled. And, and I think and, there was and, a quadruple in there. And, and, and then he gave. He, well, he it would clearly look like somebody else writing. Oh uh, no, uh, not clearly. Apology like or it was no question there was somebody who thought we don't got no proof. No, there was somebody who thought they had a law degree who wrote that bullshit ass apology, which was one of the worst. I think everybody in here, because I know we all talk in the group session and everything else. This is one of the worst apologies I've ever heard in my life. And it was just like, I know me and Hex by ourselves, who have written a few things together, can say, Oh, you need to find that yeah. motherfucker. If, if you didn't write it yourself, I don't care what you meant by if, what if you, you didn't write said, it yourself. That motherfucker you need to pop. Needs to be no, unintelligible. There's no way. He Once he got that. the third concert taken away, <laughs> so that was more bag, right? But I can't help. Well, once again. I just I just can't get past the hypocrisy. Indeed. But I understand that's the new America. We live in we live the hypocrisy. No, but that's I would See, that's what Jews I would like. Will, you Jews to. will not replace us. Or did, the, did the Jewish community come out and march the streets of Charlottesville or anywhere else, right? But what did happen when, when, when my man uh, uh, Nick Cannon was taking yeah, quotes for taking out of context, context right? Yeah. Now you got Tiki, you got Tiki, Tiki torches, two hundred men walking through a town, playing their homage to Robert mm-hmm. E. Lee, right? The losers running over a white girl. Right, you're mad because right. these guys you idolize lost the war to keep slavery going, right? And so you get a, you get a chant going about how the Jews ain't gonna replace mm-hmm. crickets. People come out and they get mad supposedly because that's the new thing we fake like we mad. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe President Trump said there was good people on both sides, right? Then we act like because you know there's nothing going to happen. You, nothing's gonna happen, so we're gonna act like we're mad at him. Can't believe he 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 kind of said it was okay. Well, the problem, you know why he said it was okay? Cause y'all didn't do shit. But look what happened when this brother said his comments about how the black community should emulate parts of the Jewish community and how they stuck together and bonded to create avenues for each other to grow and have access and resources. Oh hell no! 
That nigga's crazy, right? Now, here, here comes somebody, and he says his comments, and they're like, oh, this is unacceptable. How immature, how, how can he not have the compassion for the homosexual community? And LB, every letter you put together, whatever your letter is, it's expanded over the years. But somehow that turned into insensitive. He's insensitive. We got to teach him a lesson. So then the, what do the other the backers of all these other concert promotions do? They show you which side they stand on, the side of right. We're on the <laughs> side of right. But then when the Jews won't replace us, you didn't have another fucking word to say. So Allah, Governor Northam, we don't ask him to step down. He just put a little black face on his face. Come on, niggas. What y'all complaining about? So what I've said is I, I can't handle the hypocrisy. And what we have truly done is we created this environment that says there's a hierarchy to who the fuck matters here. And when you decide that you want to call me nigga, Completely acceptable. You want to put on some blackface? Completely acceptable. You want to kill us in the car? We're playing the race card. So what, you can't breathe for nine minutes? You can't hold your breath, nigga? That's the new thing, right? We got to suck it all up. And we see y'all as the only victims that ever existed in society. So therefore, you, we will never have a, a place, to, a, a ground to stand on. We can't have the conversation because you want it to be victim only. And when I'm the victim... There was no crime. So with that being the case, it's too bad that he said it. And, and hopefully someone will say the right PC thing that will get everybody back to go. Because you fell short one day, you you too are like Jesus. You and sinned. I, and I don't, I don't want to make it about one day, but I do want to make it about the fact that things being unequal. And the whole truth of the matter is, it's going to be the way it's going to be. People are always going to see us as more violent and less feeling than the other people. Our females can, and I apologize if females is a problem, but let's be clear. Let's be clear. We're <laughs> caught, we're, I know. I know. about to chew his ass I'm sorry, up. I didn't mean, he said females. And that's fine. That's fine. What the hell is a female? And that's, and that's fine. What's he trying hold to say? Hold on. Hold on. But let's be clear. Our black women get into issues having to do with giving birth and everything else and people are like oh no you're good and it's like no mm -hmm. you're not giving them enough of what they need to be able to not only survive this but to feel good about going through it black men knees on our necks oh you can survive this because you're built like that right mm -hmm. and then we as black men have to figure out a way to not propagate this in our own way, where we start acting like we toughen everybody else too, because we have real feelings and we have to be the real people that we are and not let our superhero uh, facades, masculinity, fast. I just want to say our facades propagate us to be something that we're not because we are still human beings. Let's go. A little bit of food for thought. Or oh, a lot of food for thought, depending on how you took it. Indeed. Uh, unfortunately, we are up on it. Uh, we gonna go get ourselves some drinks, get it together, and get right back at you. Hex, give me one. U D K. Grass 
cut low, low, now I know what's up. My grass cut, my grass cut, grass cut low, low, now I know. Funny how I go, funny thing I'm about to blow. Good to know, good to know, good to know, good to know. Grass cut low, low, now I know. My grass cut, my grass cut. If you in my way, you better back up. Put me on the front line, don't need no backup. I was down there for a minute, now I'm back up. Whole squad got a script, about to act up. My grass cut low, low, now I know, no. Seen this all before, that's how I know, yo. Can't believe I ever did, cause now I don't. I just call it like I see it, man, that's how it go. Whoa, that's how I roll. My grass cut. That's why time when you I pass up. Every time you come around, I seem to have some bad luck. I know you faking. Hanging with me, got you gassed up. I know you hating. Gave me bad vibes, even with my grass high. Now my grass low. I'm a grass go. The grass is always greener on the other side. You will never win unless you know that quote ain't right. Facts. Grass cut low, low. Now I know what's up. My grass cut. My grass cut. Grass cut low, low, now I know Funny how I go, funny thing I'm about to blow Good to know, good to know, good to know, good to know Grass cut low, low, now I know My grass cut, my grass cut If you in my way, you better back up Put me on the front line uh, We are back after a couple of beverages So yes, I think sir. we're going to be on turn up A little bit more than we were in the first session So uh, as uh, on, facts on, the facts maestro facts himself would say you, you ain't going to be able to get rid of us <laughs> And we got opinions for days So get ready to listen So uh, in the second half um, The first thing topic we're going to touch on Is uh, I know how many of our listeners Have uh, been keeping up with the Matt Damon situation Or Matt Damon thing Or whatever you want to call Matt Damon's <laughs> just uh, say his name one more time. Yeah, it's about to be say. a Matt Damon session. Like about to fuck be that. That guy. Let's get that. So, just Jeez. full disclosure. So, Matt Damon was explaining to he was doing an interview saying that he was talking to his daughters and he was telling them that he used to use the f word. Uh, regarding the LGBT, he used to right. call people faggots. Right, because that's what he used to do. And, yeah. and he basically right said that that was something that, that he yeah. didn't want to do. Um, and he was telling his daughters that you know I, I used to I used to say this. The story was, and I'm not going to say. He, he said it in front of him. Was, making, him was yeah. making a joke in front of his daughter, and then she said, "Dad, you can't say that." And he was like, "Oh, okay." Um, Damn, maybe I should rethink this. And his daughter wrote this whole diatribe that was going to be about him not, not being able word. to yeah. say this yeah. and why this is wrong. Right. So then he came back and said, <laughs> I'm going to remove this from my vernacular entirely. Right? Yes, yes. But the reason why it's a topic for us today is because it seems like he got a lot of retribution because of the fact that in his past, he even used the word to begin with. So it wasn't about his growth ever, ever. and him teaching the lesson to his kids. That this is something I'm not, this. It's just the fact that he used it at some point in his previous history. I have something at the end of this, but let's well, go. Well, we're going to open the floor up for you now, brother. No, let's go to, to the end of this. Let's, let's go ahead and get to it. 
too, I think too often what's going on is we got we got this this group that says if we if we've ever done anything wrong, then you fall into a certain category, right? Which is leaving room open for you to not be able to grow and to, and to not and and to be accept be accessible to blame in the future, in the near future, in the near future. So would that be in the case? It's what you we, we, what we're doing is we're putting people we're trapping people and and we, and you don't really want to know about their heart you don't want to know who they are you just want to know that right about now we've said there's some things you cannot do much like the marky mark uh beat down incident which is kids in, in the, the neighborhood 80s. back in mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. right 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 and and not that anything is ever acceptable but there's some things that have happened in people's past and, and so if we were all held to that did you steal a candy bar right. well then i mean can't how can the world can you be a principal of the school you stole right. twix 25 right. years ago come on and, and as long as we keep doing this we are diminishing and leaving room for the real crooks I always talk about you know when we talk about a sports game we'll talk about that at a different time but I always talk about how they muddy the water if you can get enough chaos going on then nobody's chaos matters it's just things yeah. happen right. Yeah. Right. it's just right. chaos right? right and so part of what's happening now is they decided well we're going to say anything you say and then we're going to hold this against you and this is going to define who you are. Yeah. Now, I will at the same time say, for some reason, we all, we gonna still do the how much do we like you? And we love us always, Jason Bourne. Always, we ain't, we ain't gonna do this Jason Bourne. <laughs> come on, man. No, 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 no. Let's come go back. on, man. Goodwill Hunting. I mean, let's go back to no doubt, all the right, right men. Uh, everything. Let's get Sir back Captain, to all my that. captain, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm like my captain, my captain. My captain thank my you. Captain. First of all, I love that fucking movie. I don't care how small his mm-hmm. party is in right. that shit. That is my shit. But go ahead. To his basic self, to which makes us remember the days. That's what happens. We also become nostalgic. Yeah. Like that was 90 what? Nobody 20, wants to hate what? You the person know what they so respect. It, it matters. But in, in, and so, but here's somebody having to kind of pay a little price for them, from them even a, attempting to try and make a problem out of the fact that he told you about the story to begin with. You see, that's the crazy part. I'm not even feeling it. That's how innocent he thought it was. Let me tell you what was going on. And he thought you remembered the 80s, oh, too. You mean like, where certain things were said, but the intent was never, ever Oh, you mean like Liam, Liam Neeson right. talking about how he wanted to kill a black man because he thought, well, he was told that a black man raped his girl, it wasn't his girl. It was a. Um, you got me on this one, bro. You, oh, know you don't know this story. No. Okay. So Liam Neeson actually oh, yeah. was on like the Today Show or some shit telling this story. It was crazy. Yes, sir. And a friend of his or a relative, I want to say it was a relative, got raped by a black man. Mm-hmm. Got raped told, or said told that him, they were no, raped. No, no, no. Got we're raped, raped by a black man. Some way. And okay. he went off for. Two to three weeks looking for any black man that was taking all right. That was coming through the pubs and everything and was like, I wanna take your head off. I've got a set of skills that you And this is all before that. Again. But again you can Google this. This This isn't that's 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 in there. That's not exactly. You can Google this, you'll see his live footage of him saying this. Wow. Okay. Which led to the story of unveiling. Unveiling. So, 
now here's where we are. And so that's what that council culture that everybody's been talking about. But see, the problem is, but certain people who don't really ever really feel themselves the victim of it, I was to Bill Maher a couple weeks ago complaining about going to college campuses and you can't tell certain jokes. Because that's what, that's what happened. We, we, we have... We we said a word for it back in the day, but I can't. Bullshit! Can. I can't tell a joke. No, but I, I got a, I got a. Tim, uh, there's a larger issue that uh, we got all these people that keep fussing about the First Amendment rights. Yep, free speech. I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Can. Mm-hmm. Right, but, and in and theory, but you can right. Yes, but as we've talked about many times, you're supposed to be. Able to deal with the consequence of repercussions from you, know, you jumping out there and saying because, because the whole what point, the fuck your opinion Because the like. whole point is you can say whatever you want. Free speech, I'm sorry. No, free speech ahead. is about the fact that the government can't come down on you for what you say. Right. It has nothing to do with private industry. It has nothing to do with Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, anybody else telling you you ain't shit and canceling the fuck out of you. Your employer. It has everything only to do with Mm -hmm. the government. Now, I won't, uh, there's another thing I don't understand. You are canceling or trying to cancel trying to cancel because nobody historical people I mean if if somebody did some bad shit it's over they're dead this is supposed to be a case study or something we can talk about but canceling a motherfucker that that can't be I'm dead you you can't really cancel me I mean I I know Nathan Bedford Forrest was a the, the, was it the originator of Ku Klux Klan and, and the Confederate Army and all that shit I want to take all his statues and I but at the end of the day, it was a part of American history. I'm Do you remember? Good, bad, or indifferent. If it's a part of history, it needs to be talked. Do it doesn't have to be celebrated. Do you remember? But it needs to be respected. Do you remember about. the first time we heard um, Chuck D tell us that John Wayne and Elvis weren't shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will swear to God, without speaking to any of you, that at that point, if they were streaming, we would have never played any of their songs, movies, or whatever at that time. We wouldn't you know? have. And guess what? And no, I'm just only talking yeah, about our crew. Was but all I'm simply saying is that wouldn't have stopped shit. And on top of that, it's truth that we would have been able to look at if we were in this time looking at history and everything else. But keep in mind, we would have known. Keep in mind, we had none of this. Keep in mind that the information wouldn't have traveled fast enough. (laughs) Remember how long it took for him to say that? (laughs) But but I'm sure. Hold on, I'm sure. He wrote wrote that line. He wrote that line. I swear to God, two years before we heard it. Yep. And we heard it, and then it was like. When we heard it on MTV, BET, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. We heard it, it was like, oh shit, that shit is true. And it was dope. It had been <laughs> two years Your since he wrote go. that shit. He had performed that shit in Germany by the time we heard this shit. But we have to be able to be true to ourselves to be able to understand something. What I wanted to drop in at the end of this, that Matt Damon story is not even true. Oh, it's not true. Go ahead, TMZ. No, no, no. Um, not only Joe Budden, but other people had already debunked the fact. Like they had actually looked into it, and it was like, "Nah, this is a made-up story." 
it's not real. But so there wasn't an interview in which he said no, there was not. The there was not. There was not. So what ignites but, this? But, what, but right, more important, more, more importantly, was the work space for us to talk about when something happens, we hear it, and oh. then we go into a a, a situ- situation about hold up, somebody we just love for lack of a better term of what they're important about or whatever it is Dudley Moore I don't give a fuck who you think it is and then it's like oh damn now I figure out that's not real we're, okay hold on, hold on back up back back up back up back it's a made up story and where did that come from somebody made it up put it on the internet and it worked I, 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 hold on hold on well, who who un, who uncovered that part? If you who, who do, is that Columbo? You, and I, I get you. All I'm saying I'm is because if it's a secret, then it shouldn't be. All I'm saying is, so if you do your googles, you'll figure out that it was a made up story. I have done I my said, own googles on who it. Who uncovered I, that? Who uncovered the first story or the story the, or that, the that is a made up fake. story? Oh, okay, there are plenty of people who've done that. But again, it's not a real thing. On top of that, he was on Diesel and Murrow like a week ago. This has all been cleared up. Like, it's not a real thing. But I'm saying all that to say, we hear all these things that go out. And I just wanted everyone to go through the process because emotionally, we need to do this as people. Because it happens when it when it is... But hold on, um, hold on. I, got, I need to clarify. Are, are you saying that the... There was the never. story about him and his daughter is not true. So he, there was never he any never, interaction that never about happened. The, the, None the, of that ever. ever happened. But how easy it is for that story to go out. Yeah, I feel bad then. I, mean, I feel like we. But you shouldn't. You should understand it as exactly what you did. It's a process of if this, because none of y'all said he's a piece of shit. What you all did was you looked at it and you were like, that's fucked up and if that is the thing and all of you spoke it in that way and the only reason I held on to it was because I know y'all's character yeah and but I we know had a that, debate about something that wasn't no but you've had a debate about something that happens real. every day that is real so so you're saying you're saying and all you how, did was understand how do we, that how do we process things? No. I'm asking. I'm asking you the question. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to find out where you're going with it. As far as when you find that, send that to somebody. You can Google it as I, you I, are I, right now. I'm not gonna Google no more. That's cool. Now that I have, when you can find what you're telling me that this has been uncovered by the Joe Budden investigative team. Okay. Now, or whoever. Now we're making notes about Joe. Whoever. That's not my point. This is. I, I get no, 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 no. I don't know. I want to get online. back to was the idea of it's not being retracted at all or discussed further. It, so if you have the person it, or if I take five seconds to, to find us. a retraction, you're going to be like, okay, so what does that mean? All, I, not, all I'm saying is. No, it's just a verification. That's the whole point. The story You're telling me that. So the rebuttal of when, it has when to you be national. Okay, I get that. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. Okay, cool. All I'm simply saying to all of you is, is it not so easy for us to get caught up in something and then figure out, oh, that's not how it, ha- how it really happened? Completely. I completely get what you're saying. That's not, totally I'm not, possible. I'm, yeah, it is possible, and I'm not disputing that, but I, I don't think that this is the, fo- the, 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 the form that, that, that we are trying to put in is about real shit. I, I, I I think we're doing a disservice if we're talking about 
hypothetical, factual lot. Okay, uh, you know, okay. If yeah. you if you think, and and I'm not being disrespectful in this. If you think what we're doing is a news show and everything we have to say is about news, I get that. I think what we're doing is talking about our point of views on how life goes. Yeah, but our point of views are based on facts. Right. We're we, we, we not, we not giving yeah. no make. I, I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. And if and if, and, I and I if work this here, was a case study, if I work here. <laughs> and that's the perfect word. Hex was saying exactly what he was about to say. I would be on next week saying, "Dude, you would be retracting." You made that part up too, right? You would be retracting right. what you were saying. Now I made that part up. Too. You said the story was made you up. Said the story's so made up. up. So then you would be making up that you made up story. the story being not true. Okay, I don't know how triple negative you made that, but what I'm trying to say is simply because the actual story is not true doesn't change how we act when we go through this situation on a real basis. How is that different? Okay, I think it's because we're still under the impression that the Matt Damon story is true. Okay. And ha- and and hadn't heard anything about it not being true. Yeah, and I, I, would, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't have suggested this to be a topic if it wasn't something that seems to was be based in some fact a stumble across changing okay. like a, I'm changing for but the better if but nobody is changing for the better was kind okay. of shit on it's really what the whole point was supposed to be I mean, I mean, I here's somebody saying here's somebody used to say that it's now derogatory but back in the day for those who want to be honest that's not how people took it when you were playing in the play playing two, you know two hand touch and someone said that word to somebody it, it wasn't because you were trying to completely demoralize them or define them as like someone who was not heterosexual. That's not what happened. But unfortunately, there's a group that's like, it doesn't matter. All those things that are the true nuances as to how it was said by children normally, I guess it wasn't, in the first place, it was a normal conversation. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't a regular, we use this every day. No. I think, I think what we were about to get into and everything else is more important than the fact that we can also be hoodwinked by a story because it would be nice that there would be a white protagonist that we actually like who would be a problem. And again, I find that to be To small. make us gravitate be towards wrong. being sympathetic I, to a I, certain I, group? If that, I completely if agree. The, if that's the way you feel about it, I completely that, that agree. But all, the only thing I'm trying to say is that yes. it's it is telling that the same way that we talk about the the left and they get into their whole bags about how coal is good and how we're going to be able to do these things and how, you know, we misrepresent how God is in our world. We miss a lot of things about how people just accept certain things and it's like, no, it just fits us. And sometimes what fits us is not actually right. And for them, even though we'll call them stupid, crazy, whatever it is, we have to understand that sometimes people are pulling at your strings and they are getting something out of you that is emotional, that is meant to be there, and it's not actually real. And that's why. There are people on the right who really believe they are good people, who really believe that they are 
about everything they want to be, and they're wrong. It doesn't make them stupid. It doesn't make them unintelligent. It makes them want to believe what they want to believe. So, my, I guess my question is, um, where we're going with this, is there, are we talking about like a hypersensitivity um, to certain things on, on either side? Because 1,000%. So, because that's so, where we are right now. So, I guess my, my biggest question would be, so, we're talking about uh, a certain. Uh, we're talking about sexuality, but when it comes to race, is there? So, so where do we where do we draw the line of? Or how do we? This is, here's, 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 here's what used to happen. Here's here's the problem. Yeah, and and I and I wasn't gonna. I tried not to go there before. No, Hex, I, 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 I want you. I want you, I, I want you to go there. I want you. I want you to go there because we're beating around the bush. We are straight up pussyfied right now. That's what I want to hear you say. Punked. We have been punked. We have been punked into a corner. Yes. Here's what's gonna happen. They gonna lay the groundwork. You right. agree or you don't. If you don't, if you if you don't agree with that, you won't starving babies. Okay. That, that's that's your alternative. That's where we at. Okay. If you you don't ride with this, do whatever you want, love whoever you want. You don't love all those kind of people. You hate those people too. Right. That's that's the that's the alternative. Either you love us and whatever the agenda is. Or that's your ass. We're going to depict you as. We're going to tell everybody you must be. And all of a sudden, the same open-minded individuals all of a sudden become this gang of individuals yes. who now want to depict who you must be. Absolutely. Doing the same thing they're claiming they're victims of. That's why I call them the new bullies. I, yeah, the I agree. New, these are the new bullies. And, yes. And, and I agree with Don't you. Don't get down. You'll and, lay down when we hurt your pockets. Yes. And, and, and you're starting to... Uh, to me, in a sense, starting to emasculate people who, what you're saying, they're the new bullies on the block, and they're they're kind of sissif. This is where sissifying us. They punking us. They're punking us. So, so now, you so now, so now, you got to so hate all so that. You know, my man, the parade. My, my masculine voice can't be masculine. No, because I, 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 I got to I got to now speak like. Whatever you are must be anti the other thing. The other thing. It's almost like what Irv always talking about with the, with the Republicans always defined it. Whatever the Democrats want to do, right. you want to help kids. Absolutely. Well then you. Well then we. I, well we don't want to help no kids. I, I, how, how dare you? Whatever you're for, then we go find a problem with it. No, I agree. Yeah, I, and and it's okay for us to have these conversations. Like we're making ourselves better and stronger. And I don't want anybody to feel like like we're arguing against one another. True. We're growing with one another. It's not about a defense against one another. Like there's not a step that says, "Hey, you're this part of the the group that is strong and the other part is weak." This isn't Democrats versus versus GOP. No, we all grow every time we do this. I think sometimes that we also, for, for, the, for our listeners, we want to make sure you're clear. The strong-willed depiction of opinion is the whole point. Because now we're having a conversation that can erupt into, for a moment, what is too... Contrary depictions or, or opinions. Mm -hmm. We do this all the time. Which, but that's the whole. That's supposed to be the point. We're not cheerleading an agenda because then we, we we would simply be doing the work of lobbyists. Right. Gotcha. And, you know, we simply we come on. Hey, what did they pay us for this week? 
We supposed yeah. to say what? Uh, yeah, uh, blah, 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 blah. You're talking about so the McLaughlin group. You, yeah. you got your opinion? Let me tell you why I disagree. First take. Let me tell you where I stand on it. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. Because what we because the whole idea when we did this to begin with is because we thought we represent other individuals who only also think sure. like we think. Who think like Irv thinks? Who think like Hex thinks? Who think like KG from DC thinks? Who think like JR thinks? Who think like Easy thinks? We are all separate. There's so much we can we can agree upon, but there's so much we individually disagree about. And, but we don't even allow that room anymore because it's, it's any conflict is like we can't even I can't be in the same room with you. How dare you? You know, it's like, come on. That's a general statement that you're talking you about on, in in general, not amongst so ourselves, right? There you go. My my my, I'm not gonna say I have a problem, but there's enough comparable. Real, I, I I can make a situation, or uh, have an opinion on a, a comparable situation that's real. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's made up. It's not something that somebody said, yeah. and then we find out was bullshit to begin with. Yeah. I'd rather talk about and have opinions on shit that we know is real Concrete. and it ain't no secret or that sometimes there's this big reveal that, oh shit, that shit really didn't happen. I got you. But, you know, I I just, we, we just said, we always, I don't give a fuck what we talking about. Every one of us is going to have an opinion. Absolutely. Right? And I know that we have somewhere to go from this, but I just want to say this one thing. I've known all of you for at least 20 years. And what I want to say is, in those 20 years, we have vehemently disagreed on certain things that, if heard from people from outside of the crew, maybe an issue. Would think, no, not even an issue. I mean, would think, Nick, we won't be friends. Like this is that's, that's, the end that's of an that. issue. No, man. no, no. But I, but I want to express it in words that other people understand. Right. An issue you. to us is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I got to you. other people to understand. If they heard it, they would think as vehemently as we are expressing it. We've heard this with my wife hearing me talk to you. So let's be clear. What I'm saying is something so clear that you understand that somebody who's so close to me would still think, oh, shit, like there's a problem. And then like me and you would be like, no, like that's my guy. So I want people on the outside who are not in the McLaughlin group bullshit, the world that people throw things out there like it's all good to be able to understand that no, we disagree on things all the time, but we also respect how each other sees this world and can say, okay, so that's how that is? Uh, You know, I agree with you, and I'm not disputing that. But, But what I will say is, there's a difference between a disagreement amongst a group mm-hmm. and a disagreement from somebody that's outside the group saying that they got a counter Oh, well, I mean, we attack everyone from the outside. That's not even But it is. I mean, it is because you take... I don't... Uh, me, personally, I never think that we should ever get in, in a position where we can assume that we know what somebody else outside I agree with you on that what I don't want is the people who are already on the outside to not understand that this group is the group 
Right. There's no. But they're not going to understand. But that, that, that's what but, makes them not part of the group is that you're not going to understand. when they're in their own group. And you have a, and you decide y'all gonna start that shit. Right. Y'all gonna start talking right. this politics. That's what I'm saying. Y'all at the barbecue. Yeah. And you gonna tell them. Let me tell you something. That vaccine, blah 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 blah. When it comes to them votes, blah blah blah. With the with the filibuster they doing the the main the, the, ger- the gerrymandering the districts. And you start getting into that conversation, so like, you know you ain't supposed to talk about that. See, that's the problem. We don't talk about it, so that's you're right. so easily offended because you do have your own opinion. You got your own take. You see, never been able to share it with nobody because we have decided we're not going to talk about things that actually affect our lives. Some people. Too many. Too many is the better way. Because I'm not talking about whether or not you finally vote. I'm talking about whether you have the conversation what makes it normal for you to care. Not only be a part of the PTA meeting when your kids were in school, but do you still care about the community when your kids are grown and they're not in school? If, if Do you have kids who aren't even in the school district? Do you care about your school district already? The little things that would matter because you're all a part of the community. But the whole point, back to our cancel culture, was the point is that what's happening is you're not allowing there the fact to be that if, if, if me and KG go back and forth for a moment, yeah, I'm mad at him for the next 10 minutes. We friends. Sure. And I'm mad. I said what I said. You said what you said. I'm mad. Right. We're not going to always we agree. we got to be able to own. Yeah. Like, that's, hold on, man. That's just normal. Life. Now, guess what happens 15 minutes later? I'm good. He, we good. Yeah. We don't have to dap up. But again, you said what you said. And I ain't like it. You didn't say what I said. What I said. You didn't like it. That's what we're also encouraging people to get invested into the topics and have those same conversations. Because just as we said, you grow. When you hear someone else's perspective, and someone else gets a chance to hear yours. And you feel better when you get a chance to get it off your chest. Right. It's almost crazy, Irv. It's almost like this session, it, it, it took it took a while to even ramp up because of the very uh, suppression that we had to even come out to get to the point where we're getting right now. It, it's like, I, I kind of agree with what Hex is saying here because it's like, you got to be able to come off the break and say what's on your mind, who it is, without the risk of actually being canceled out and just totally hosed out, whether it's a popular opinion or not. And we've been trying to beat around it, and it, it almost threw me off the first ses- first part of the session where I felt like Hex wasn't being Hex. It sounds crazy, but I, 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 I he was saying something he wasn't saying until he started saying something, but it took so long to get there. So we got to find a way to just step into um, step into the muck and sometimes it's not pretty but then at the end of the day we can't be worried about what somebody else is feeling they got to weigh in on from like you said from the outside but right now we got to say what we have to say here and I think that's that's very disruptive if we can't just jump into our segments and you're right yeah, you're right. I mean, like, yeah. like I said I, th- I think it was it's, it's a difference when you're speaking upon uh, something that's factual and when you're speaking upon that. something that's generic, but I I get where KG mm-hmm. was going from the beginning because that was a it, it was a you got to be able to pivot and be open to whatever the subject matter is and and be able to handle it in the form of debate mm-hmm. as opposed to just becoming adversarial and say oh shutting down and this is I yes. can't communicate anymore I gotta put on my yeah. inside voice I can't talk yes. I, I can't you know it's right. a be it, it, right. like X said then why are we here then why are we here exactly, exactly. And, and that's, that's the whole point I, the whole point is I'm not supposed to have the same opinion as you are and you're not supposed to have it's supposed to be uh Expressing and getting people to say, "I didn't see that side of the argument." Right. right. Our whole so, our whole group is based on 
having five dudes who all went to black universities, HBCUs. That is an amazing thing in terms of what the world sees. For us, it's normal. Like, we all know people who went to HBCUs. We all know graduates who went to HBCUs. We all know people who are successful people growing up in the DMV area who are HBCU graduates and are excelling in this world. America and the world doesn't see it that way. What we see in us is something that is assumptive. When I walk around D.C., having lived in Ohio, having lived in Florida, having lived in Georgia, having lived in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. having lived in so many places in this America, Mm -hmm. having been around Cali, having been around other places, New Mexico, they don't see life the way we've seen life. You've got to understand how to appreciate what we have become accustomed to and I don't care if you went to school in Baltimore if you went to school in DC if you went to school in A&T you get a chance to be able to be around black people who are resilient and on top everywhere and that's not everywhere in America I want to to piggyback on exactly what you just said I, I, I think you're right I know I'm spoiled. That's what I'm trying to You're say. You're a spoiled motherfucker. But I think it's bigger. Fuck. I actually think, yeah, thank you. Yes, that's yeah, a term yeah. of endearment. But I, I, think it's, it. I think it's larger than that, though. I mean, because at the end of the day, like I said, all the experience that you just explained were specific to your experience as a black man graduating us, for HBCU. Sure. It, it is. All of us. Regardless okay. of them. Sure. But at the end of the day, to me, quite honestly, mm-hmm. until our experience is relatable as Americans... I don't give a fuck what where you went to school at, okay. what fucking color you are, all this, and, and tell us relatable as Americans. All this shit is just some bullshit that y'all just make, trying to always keep us on the opposite side of whatever the argument is. So yeah, there's yeah. always some adversarial shit that keeps us in gridlock, and we can never move forward. There you go. You know I saying? get that, yeah. but the whole thing is like, so what do you do with that? We're exactly. That, that, that's a good question. But when you can't control a narrative and you ain't answering the question or, or you don't have the answer, you, you, you're always asking the answer. question. I just, I, just want, I just want us to. You don't do have something. an answer, you have an opinion. Sure. There's a difference okay. between the two. It, it, tell me that I'm wrong. I'm, no, I have no problem. No, with that. The difference between an answer and an opinion is if you're right or not. And that's fine. So you're right. No, I have no idea if I am, but what it I'm saying opinion is. Then. You can decide that for yourself. <laughs> I run a podcast. So my job, no, you can make all the jokes you want. My idea as a podcast is to tell you what I'm saying, and that's for them to decide whether I'm right or wrong. It's a f- so no, no, you can be funny about that. I'm not being funny. No, it's an no. opinion. You, t- and you that's two should have your own thoughts of your own. Of and your everyone own. should have their own thoughts. Right. But my whole idea is I would never have given my thoughts to the world if I thought I was wrong. Why the mm-hmm. fuck would I do that? Well, so we start. step that, up to this. That, let, me, let, me, let me be. That don't make you no more right, though, bro. Let me be finished. <laughs> you what I'm saying is, I I am stepping up to the plate because I've done my work to get right. here. Okay. Whether people agree with it, whether you can 
stand up and say that was wrong. Cool. Do that. I am doing this because I wish you would. Not because I think you're going to hurt my feelings, but because I have something to say and I need you to step up and tell me I'm wrong. I need you to step up and tell me where I'm wrong about it. If you just want to tell me I don't like the way you said it, that's bullshit. The I fuck agree with off. that. I agree with that. Well, I am that. only that's here, not a debate. and we are only here to give our opinions based off of the strongly. I said what I said, and let me finish. <laughs> we are only here to step up and give our opinions on all these subjects because. Not because we are perfect in everything we say. You're right. But because we have an opinion to say. Correct. And you have to prove us fucking wrong. So anybody who wants to prove us wrong, step up. It's not about just me. So don't step to the right. side and make it about me. We the ones it that is the about all of us who have the motherfucking <laughs> microphones and the balls to step up to say how we feel. But I do want to so clarify. Here's, what I want, to here's, here's my whole point. I want, folks to, I want folks to walk away and recognize that it's so easy to co-sign on, the, on, on Twitter and and other social media aspects and Monday morning so, quarterback to, and all that shit. Oh, oh yeah. and to play and to play. I've never done anything wrong myself. Yeah, and, and but they're doing that to you on purpose. Is what you're not seeing. They're trying to put you in a position where if either you remain immaculate and flawless, or the minute there's a flaw, we're gonna magnetize this. I don't know how many times, but we're gonna use this to make money. We're gonna use this to make a point. We're going to use this to lower, to lower your ego. That's all I'm saying. Or your status. And I'm going to create conflict and keep y'all separate yeah. instead and of coming together. But see, that's why I'm so, that's why I don't like when people jump to the table to want to do that. I want to make sure that everyone, first of all, to every community in the world. He's a fraud. <laughs> He's a fraud. No matter what you are, I support you. That's that, that's the head of state. That's that's the whole point of head of state. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm Rock, kissing babies Rock. and shaking hey, hands and all this we're shit. We're in Texas yeah. today, Right. Tomorrow we're in steel country. Don't y'all see that's what they doing? But we created the environment though. And, and no, tell we co-signed We did, brother. This is, this, Bruh, if if, if, if we didn't create the environment, why would the motherfuckers go and do the shit? Okay. Because they opened up a door. Now they got excited. Right. No, no, stop, stop. Tell me I'm wrong. Stop, stop. Don't tell me I would, I'm excited. I would, tell me I'm I would explain that if you will calm down. No, I'm hold being back. I'm being, hold no, back. I pissed you off in the way I said that. I hold him back, Jay. Tell what you got to say, man. Jay, hold him back. what you got to say, man. I apologize in the way I said that. What I'm trying to say is there were a thousand of people before us. You right. didn't create anything. All we're doing is simply stating our facts as we see them. And if somebody wants to step against that, step up with facts and we can have a conversation. Before we even get to anything else, did we not step up and say, um, we have emails. You want to step up and say what we did, what we said wrong that was wrong? No, we do this. We have a conversation with our community. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on everywhere that anybody wants to have a conversation about this. So don't, I don't, and I, I I need to say this correctly. We are not the people who are forcing something down anybody's throat. So it's not like we are telling people what it is. We're giving you our opinions about life. 
our opinions about how we see what's going on in this world. We are not forcing anything down anybody's throat. We want to have a conversation. We want people to get involved. We're having a, a debate so that you can educate and be informed as a listener and make your own no decision. I don't want anybody and to have your own debates as, as, so that as, there's conversation being had. As strong as the opinions that any of us may have, it's not in an effort to make you think any certain way. You are your own person and entitled to your own opinion the same way that we are entitled to ours. We just have microphones which, and be able to speak. Which, which, right which goes back to what you're saying, Herb. It has to be based on fact. <laughs> we have yeah. to start with a factual basis and then we can weigh in. I, I don't ever want us to lose. At the end of the day, as, as many opinions that that are out there at the end of the day there's still a line of facts they that need to, to be followed yes. and respected regardless of what's going on if you want to if 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 you want to tap dance and act like i can create a, a a false narrative to go along with what the truth is and hope that enough people will follow along then that's fine but still at the end but of the day that's not what we do i'm this isn't about at the end of the day there is still a truth regardless what, yes. of whatever side because that you're on because here's what happens when the conversation's not had people think nobody cares see that's what's happening if you you catch your news again it's a TV show nowadays it's 18 minutes of, it's 18 minutes of news 12 minutes of commercials they took the intro out just to add another commercial to make some more money mm -hmm. for that network so it's a, that's a business mm -hmm. So we're not getting information for the purpose of people becoming knowledgeable. We're not getting information for the purpose for the purpose of people participating, making votes and things that would actually affect us all for the better. That's the part that tricks me sometimes. That's how, that's how you know it's all about the bread. Because at the end of the day, even if the rich live amongst live amongst us all, why would you not do things that would actually benefit us all? Sure. So you know, this is I I, I, I agree hundred percent with what with what you're saying. Um, the only thing that I, I, I would like to add is that, uh, like you said, it, it's we can we can tell as much truth as we want. The unfortunate part of our circumstance right now is that ratings are more important than truth. So if 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 I'm on TV, if I'm on radio, 1, I can sell you a bunch of bullshit, and as long as you're listening, that's always going to be more important than what as the truth is. As long as you got the mattress story in your hey, how, how, I still to this day how the motherfucking pillow guy is supposed to be the authority Man. on fucking anything. I watched that debate. Amazing. He's he's on CNN. He's, he's a fool. Man, like, I just want to give you uh, anyway. straight clown. We go. <laughs> he just injected I, I, himself into politics and thinks, but out of nowhere, you, you he have, wrote the Declaration of Independence. Like it's just amazing. Uh, it's amazing to hear him speak. With, with all the seriousness that we have going on. Uh, I think it would only be fitting for us to lighten things up with something a little bit, uh, yeah, right. something that we can get a little bit more happy face, yeah. smiley face, we'll and, and want to have some more drinks yeah. and other stuff that we do when we ain't on the pod. So on that note, let us talk about the goings on with one of our favorite subjects, the NBA draft and free agency. So um, it's been a, a quite a few things going on. The draft was, I think, it was like two weeks ago. Also known as uh, 
New black, the new black, new black media, Kardashian, Disneyland is what you call it. Leave them alone, y'all. See up out of there. All that being said, just wanted to know if any of you guys had any thoughts or opinions on what has transpired over the last couple of days during the draft or through free agency. Well, I, I kind of relied on Hex for this draft here because, I mean, I don't know any of these cats anymore. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I mean, it seems like they're one and done and they're kind of straggling. I mean, I see a lot of a lot of young kids coming out here and I, I just, are they green? Are they ready? Are they ready for prime time? What's really going on? Or is it just they fell into the right slot? And I, and I kind of rely on my resident uh I, I, just, I, don't, I don't think folks yes. understand how big a statement that is from Jr., who is our resident historian. Yes, yes. So yes. right, right. I, yeah. I think maybe in about fifteen to twenty years, if yeah. these guys are worth <laughs> remembering, uh, Jr. will remember him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I want to draft. Jr. Yeah. will be on. Yeah, if it was a seventy-three draft, I'm kid out of Petersburg. Yeah, well, well seven foot. There's a guy out of, out, of, out of Kentucky. I don't know. Uh, you know who was below? Mel Dinnerbell Turpin coming out of Kentucky. I, I, there was a young man coming out of Kentucky that that the Wizards originally drafted, and Hex, Hex was filling me in on him and saying these guys are they have they have upside. What does upside mean, Hex? Meaning after a freshman year. And with his potential to be by the time he's a grown man, which is two, three, four years from now, okay, he will be even. He will be at least double what he's contributing. But how much money would he have made by then? How much? Well, how, what would he have earned by then, man? I, we got different opinions because, in my opinion, I wish they would stay in school. Okay, because all they're doing is they they fast forward in everybody's career. Okay, by the fact that they let these kids come right on out, you see what's happening is the NBA has decided. Since we can't really figure out who's really that great, mm-hmm. we're just going to grab whoever's the tallest, fastest, jumping, highest, tall, all of the above. They ain't really going to be that great. Not yet. Okay. But if you're six something to seven, almost something, we're going to get you anyway. I can only you how to shoot. And there's only 60 slots. See, that's the next problem. So now how many one and dones are leaving if you got kids going to college for four years? So now you got to compete against each other. They acting like kids that play four years of basketball who are actually mature, grown men who've developed their game and their skill set. Now they turn you into the guy who stayed four years. Okay. Like, it's a bad thing, right? And you get the rookie, because all of a sudden what they've decided is, I can put you on the bench for three, four years and save the money while I still got you on my roster and while you develop anyway. So they save money in the long run by drafting you with the potential of being good. But that's the beauty of it. And to me, they're they're gonna if you're talented, they're going to find you, right? So they are. But seventy percent of those kids going right back overseas with the G League. You're absolutely right. But if I'm grabbing you when you're seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years old and stashing you, I'm still doing smart business. But even understand, unfortunately, that but you're the one who's now. But even though Am business, I? the business is great, no. I'm, only, I'm only losing out if if my the current product of that I have on the court right now. Well, you're not ready, but, yet, is, but you're losing out because you're, you're sending these kids to the to the G League or to Europe to learn a game that you don't want them to play. It's not the same thing. I don't want them to play. Okay. Because you're can you explain, explain, this, explain this. You're not literally actually getting that teenager ready to play the game. And you see it. Most of those kids are not playing. They're not starting. We're watching the Olympics. It's the superstars that are confusing you. And what happens is you get one kid that comes out, you get a Devin Booker, right? Okay. 
How many more Devin Booker's in it? Just clarify, Devin Booker is a superstar, right? Superstar. Carry on. Now, let's see. 32 teams. Right. 15 players a team. How many fucking superstars can you have on the team? So now my question is I play Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, So many people know, can be Of the dudes sitting the bench How many people can how be many the, How many of the guys sit, How many guys sitting the bench Are still making Eight, nine million how, Why is that relevant? Hold on But that's the whole point That's why That's why they're That's why The, that's the why whole the point Cal- is to make money That's why the Calipari's Are yelling go, go, go the problem is you're de- you are de- Kyler Perry's is that what you're Calipari, the coach of Kentucky. John Calipari, the guy from Kentucky. Oh, well, I think he's talking about football. Right. Right. I think he's talking we're about, about Kyler Murray. We're talking about college yeah. now. You're about to miss the point. Yeah, you're about to miss the point because you think you got flashy names. You got flashy names. You got to tap it. The problem is is you're not talking about the hundred other kids he also told to go and then are not there. And don't you can't assume they're all making six hundred thousand playing in France. I never assumed they're that. not. At all. They're not. So unfortunately, they t- years ago they did some studies showing the percentage of the kids, which is how they got invested in worrying about the kids who don't get picked up. Okay. All the kids who are still sitting there with the suit on, with the Easter suit. You're talking and about then, the Lenny Cooks and and the <laughs> other motherfuckers that didn't make it. Who right? all heard? You the man. That's you right. Pack twelve. Collateral years. damage. And what are, again? I put out a tweet earlier this week, last week. Look how many kids who are, and I'm just throwing out one position. Look how many point guards or guards didn't come from the blue bread school, the, the blue blood schools last year. Okay, there was no kid drafted from Carolina, Duke. You just proving my point. And, they will find you wherever. Oh, what is the relevance? That's not how the that's system. Not see, there's a system. See, the best kid's not going. Tell me how the system. The best kid I, I misunderstood. Please. I'm just throwing out the yeah. best kid in the country's not going to VMI. He's just not. It's good school. He's okay. not going. I don't know why he's not going. You tell me. But in general, because he's not there. VMI's facilities are like Alabama's and Florida State's. No, they're it. like McNamara's. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to VMI because what again? I'm the best. You're not. Go ahead. You're not. I'm sorry. I'm, so I'm, I'm, so sorry. my whole point is since he did go to Duke or Carolina. And you said he, Hold on. Hold on. You're missing, maybe I inverted it the wrong way. These top schools. This past season did not have anyone drafted into the NBA. Okay. The top schools. <laughs> okay. The same ones we you. would assume had the also best I'm, I'm with you. Because when they came out and they recruited them, they told us they were the best players. I'm with you. Two years later, a year later. Now, only the they're one. They're not the best players. Two not, years later, they're, they're not the best players. And, uh, and unfortunately, here's what happened. You, but, but they still they still recruited you. They still brought you in. You're still there. You're still flying in jets. But you ain't get drafted. Unfortunately, for this year, it was schools like Nebraska, schools at VCU. Don't, the, I don't give a fuck where you no, went. The point is, is that the system is not working anymore because you have fast forward in the <laughs> system. You have milked all the D one one and does that will actually make a difference. You milked the shit out the league. Who you is got, the system it, not working the, for? Now here's the problem. Now, here, because you're not figuring, what you got to figure out, look at last year's draft. Look how many kids are not on the on the actual roster. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, at least they got $100,000, it's better than being a junior in, in college and getting an education. Okay. Well, then what would they be two years later? Because guess what happens to the kid? Because the average NBA player plays three years. So if you spent two in the G League, okay, and one on a couple 10-day contracts, okay. and now your ass is, is in Puerto Rico, 
What's the point now if that's most of the kids? Because again, there's only 32 teams and 15 starts a team. I'm asking the wrong question, okay? Because so I can see that y'all gonna double down on this. One and done. So who is the, the system problem? supposed to work for? That's that, that was my question. How about that? Long, long term, does that fix long, you? Long long term, term, you guys can go back and forth as, as many, and long, you can talk long, about all the people that's coming up. The, most the system is put in place for the people that already mature, got money, mature, not for the people that's trying to make money. Because the most mature, developed. Best specimen you can add to your squad. Still, that's the investment. He's that's the GM's job. He still. What he did is he said he's still he's still another so person still, that still, I'm betting on. But you haven't found him out yet, Bruh, You gotta have money stuff. to make bets. But hold on, my question is how do you develop, how do you develop stars? You already crime? understand. Two percent, only two percent make the NBA. Right, only two percent of two percent of college kids who play basketball. Okay, make, make the NBA. Okay, but here's the problem. Now it's down to one. Because the, you, because the most of the kids you took really weren't good enough to begin with. Oh, they were already a part of your system that didn't get you the best players. So now here's the problem. Now you keep getting younger and younger. So you want everyone that came out of high school. And you're acting like they're great, but they're not great. And that's why you don't see them starting in the NBA. You don't know but they were long, great. But long term, oh, won't that hurt the league? What the heck is the it's, NBA? It's it oversaturates. It oversaturates. But that's the reason why they had this. That's why the G League is stuck. G League stuff. They get okay. rid of dudes. They get rid of dudes who've been in the G League a year. They don't have no more room. Aren't you the same guy that said everybody in the G League makes $100,000? They do, but you're only getting it for a season. Then you got no college education. You got $100,000. And you went to school Why are we talking about college? Why are we talking about education? Are you talking about investors? Are we talking about investors? Don't. Bruh. How many people coming out of college get to dictate how much money they make? They don't. They don't. None of them. But you gave your life up at 18, 19 because you can't go back to college. But why is that relevant? Why is that relevant to the subject? Why are black boys who don't get educations who make a, who might make, dude, again, we're talking about less than 1% make it. So how many make the G League? We wasn't never talking about, we were talking about NBA free agency and the draft. We, you oh, made it about y'all made it about the subs. We got six. Power. We got seven dudes that's gonna play next year out this last draft. Okay. Then what? Then what? You, that that you, hurts the league, though, doesn't it? That hurts the. Dude, it doesn't. The, the league is hurt, making money. Hurt. Here's all we. Here's what the show. This didn't have nothing. They put everybody in Orlando in a bubble. How much money did the league make? No, we ain't talking about the COVID. You can go back four years. Go five. Go seven years ago. Well, seven I, years my ago. point is, at the end of the day, the NBA is about making. It's not about what this young fella here and how far he gets to progress and where he makes a, a all star and NBA extend, Hall of Famer. You can extend everybody's career and actually give more people the chance to be pros if you would slow down the system and take it back to the way I'm it was. I'm not disputing that. The problem is there's too yes. many kids being treated like they actually are the Kobe's and the Kevin Durant's and the Kevin Garnett's. Sure. Who, the, the Jermaine O'Neal's, the dudes who really came out of high school. They're, still, they're, they're really slim and in between. So the, the LeBron, those are those are, and, and so what they did all of a sudden is they said, and the NBA has already admitted it's not a secret. They said this is a better investment. Get them younger. We can wait three more years while they're still playing for us. We still got them under contract. But how do you market? Just, how do you market super future superstars like that? So, Here's my question. Next, 
Summer school. They doing it right now. Yeah. Every Rucker day. Park, and and all, all them, the the eight, the the joker that's in the eighth grade that already has the Adidas and, okay. and the summer league jokers, the AAU jokers. The, the NBA has it down, bro. But what okay. I, all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, this ain't about making little black boys and little white boys progress to be the best that they can be. This is about white dudes that own NBA teams making the most fucking money right they can make. But they did right, it by right. trying to tell you they tried to act like there was an injustice that you, they were going to throw back to you as a so bone. What you're telling you me is you should be able to make money like the tennis players. What you're telling guys. me is with the narrative they're selling to make the fucking money that they're making. Right? To speed up, to speed up the actual factory. I, I'm not disputing that. What they're doing is they're creating a dog eat dog. So now by speeding the lineup, no. either you make the team or you don't. Go to the G League squad or you don't. Sooner or later, you're the next guy to leave. It don't matter. Now you'll go receive for a couple of years. Hold on, guy from Seton Hall that people used to know. We used to know. But guess what happens to the player of the year from last year? You forget him. You do. You do, bro. That's the real talk. I'm, I'm not disputing that. Here's the problem. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. He's 19. He plays for a team. He gets two seasons. You thought he got three, but then he got cut. But you didn't care because you didn't follow him anyway. That's, right, you know, right. I'm he not was disputing nice. none of that. Right, he was nasty. But I'm gonna tell you like this: tournament. you forgot about him? I agree with everything you're saying. I, I, the Miami Heat. This is the example I'm gonna use. Mm-hmm. I bet you that Taylor Hero, whatever, Tyler, Tyler, no one would take him in a trade. I, I, I bet you, you his thought process and is not the same as Mickey Arison's is. And well, Mickey Arison ain't never dribbled a fucking ball in his life. But you got y'all want to you yeah y'all want to sit here and tell me about well we're talking free agency and the whole you, idea of the NBA. hey we were talking about free agency you're right, right. So, so so let's give so how let, let let's dial it back and let's talk right. what was your all, favorite free agency if you care to share what was your favorite free agency move dude I think that all of you are blowing all the shit out of the water. Because I don't understand how I think Lakers did well, but I also think it's crazy that you think that these old ass niggas are going to make this shit work. <laughs> well, let me let me interject. Jerk. Yeah, well, who are the old ass nigga? Are you talking about the yeah. Lakers? The old niggas that the Lakers brought in, right? How so that sounds like that's not. That was really good for what happened among free agency. Like I didn't see anyone make anything drastically happen that would be to good put themselves them. over the top. Right. I got you. that's what All I'm right. trying to say. Like, I'm with you. I got no argument. I don't want no. I didn't do nothing. I'm holding my hand. No, no, you I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going there. When I I'm, cough and lift my sack and everything. You good? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Don't it was just there. Anything <laughs> from graphic. <laughs> it was graphic. Don't want anything from Irvin Sack. And I appreciate that. You earmuffs. And we're going to get here Kids. some way or Air the other. So, but the Hex, whole idea that. What was your favorite or not? Okay. First of all, shout out, out to Melo, man. Shout out to Melo. Shout out with the Lakers that Shout out to Melo. Hang out with your boy. Yellow Melo. That's Is that going to put him over the top? No. Well, but it, KG, oh, said, KG said there was no move that was put anybody over first the top. First of all, we were, first of all imagine what we had last year. That wasn't. Who was on, we, was, we means affiliation. Are yeah. you saying that you're oh, a part of the team? First of all, I've been, been on a 10-day contract for 35, 40 35 years. years. Right? 
I'm in a ten-day contract for they call me. That was somebody. somebody that screaming. was one of the double slides. If you only got nine and they get a scrimmage, they call me. Holla at me. Y'all got my number. So Byron Some Scott, practice. let's go. But what we what we did do is see. I think people forgot that it, sometimes basketball is about smarter players, and 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 better is. You paused it. No, go ahead. All right. Well, then. So again, better. Better is not. That's supposed to be younger. Again, the you know the younger CEO ain't the richest man. That's not normally the case. You know what I'm saying? Other than certain people who steal their own roommate's idea. That's the only guy I know. I mean, right. if you steal somebody else's idea, you're brilliant. <laughs> I guess in America, but right. So again. Uh, which is why I'm still dumbfounded by him, him not being embarrassed and shamed into the world. But I, I'm gonna keep it real. If you steal your roommate's idea and you become a gazillionaire, <laughs> somebody's supposed to say what the fuck. But again, Hex is in a whole different world, like what is right and wrong and shit. So again, here with the LA with the Lakers, we got vets, we got people who know what they're supposed to do and how to do it. You got guys who hope will do it when they're supposed to do it. All all them Brooklyn Nets fans, and then they found out what happens when the car breaks down. You can't drive without a spare tire. Uh, They got the same problem. Jr., what you think? Do you have a do you have a favorite or not favorite move in NBA free agency? Uh, Man, uh, when I go back to KG, I just think that same thing. I mean, it's just a situation where when you stack older players, you just don't know kind of what you're going to get, like um, out there in L.A. So we'll just have to see. I mean, it's one of those things we have to see. I mean, to me, the league is just in such a such a such an uproar right now, man. Uh, such a shambles. I, you just got to kind of see who right. is going. It's going to take good coaching. It's going to take good defense. It's going to take some disciplined players. Look at the champs this year, uh, the Bucks. I mean, you know. That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> Most people stuck. Because most people didn't say Bucks from the beginning. No. When the season was just going to start. So they really can't be like, so you know what I'm talking about, right? Because no. I picked Bucks last year. No. It was like, no. Nah, but, but it's nah, crazy. Nah. Oh, I mean, people can't true. shoot. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go ahead and. I had Milwaukee from the beginning. I mean, you know, nice, nice I t-shirt. just. I look at it and you. And I heard you made a comment about Bradley Beal and the Pips this week. Let's, let's go. And um, at the end of the day, I get rid of Bradley as well. I, I, I want to start what? over, man. I want to start clean, man. And we, need to, we need to play the defensive end. Get the value for a man when you can get it for him. defensive end. No, we need to start. We need no. We need to start. Start defensively. Why are you so enamored with that? Time out, time out. I want to reiterate another. We, as in, I'm affiliated and I got a ten day contract. Clarify. You talking about the what team is it that you are associating with? No, that damn. The damn Washington Wizards. Okay. The damn Washington Wizards. And what do you get for Bradley Bill? My question is this: If you're going a new coach, you're going with younger players, you're going with 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 a team that you're trying to build around. Well, get the value for him now. Send him. Why do you think you can win with this guy? I don't understand. Why do you think you can win with this guy? He was the only thing you had when the rest of the team was even worse. And so you now mean? you got a great player and so better and better back. So now you're getting in. You're getting in with a guy who got you into the playing playing game. Okay. 
I, my, thing, my, my thing is this. I mean, you have the Damian Lillards and these guys. Over there. Y'all were trying to sell me this Bradley Bill, John Wall thing for so daggone long. Then all of a sudden oh, now, he's gone. I'm, I'm okay with it, but I'm not. I like Brad, but I don't love him. I don't love wow, him because I've never man. seen me win wow. with him. I've I, never I, seen I you guys. Uh, Brad Bill, you've never I seen you win with either of them. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine, but but you know, I, I kind of want to clean house. I want to do what the Knicks did. I want to bring in a defensive-minded coach. I want to bring in a guy who's going to play tough. You know, and, and you're seeing. That's what I want to see. All right, let me hear you. Let me explain this. But you do understand what Bradley Bill just did is he said, if you give me Spencer Dinwiddie, I'll stay. And I'm okay. going to kick you over the head with for the price. Okay. So, okay, Spencer so Dinwiddie what, 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 what was an no, Coming out of, out of Brooklyn last year, Spencer Dinwiddie was an all-star. Okay. So and now we got a two in. Now we got a one two combination. I need to hear you tell me. Okay. And we I just brought in serious okay. play. Montrez Harold being the sixth man of the year mm-hmm. is a veteran player who actually brings in true consistent numbers. Sure. Now here's what you got with Kuzma. You got a guy who wants to prove himself because he just got traded and he's young. Okay. So he's he's, he's just find the Lakers trade. So that's the point. All so but the that is deeper. So again, but it's because good. again, you do know we had about eight, nine guys last year. You don't know shit. their names sure. for real without Google without going to the roster right. on ESPN. Full disclosure. So and I'm, I'm just I'm at the point of just uh, to me I I, I just I never like we see always anything. rebuilding in DC. I just, yeah, rebuild, but rebuild, we rebuild, rebuild. But complete, but the Washington. You're a Lakers fan. The Washington. Your ten day contract with the Lakers. You can't talk. You're not allowed to talk about the Wizards. Because your ten day contract is with the Lakers. His ten day contract is with the Wizards. And I you know, full disclosure. Both of y'all niggas ain't got a shot and shit. Just, just want, <laughs> first of all, let me, come, uh, let me clarify. I get that you I I really I don't get that you have a beef, JR, with Rabbit. I don't have a beef with the guy. The Lakers, the, the Wizards can't get a superstar to come to town. Okay. We got a superstar in town that wants after to the stay. Game, after the game and, was over. And you trying to. You come for the game. So, so he's he's a, he's a, he's a, okay. All right. You just want a superstar. I want to win, man. I want to win, too. Now, my problem is if, if I'm trading Russell Westbrook, I'm going, I, I think I'm going to try to get a little bit more than Kyle Kuzma. Uh, to, to me, the Lakers trade means that I got Kentavious, Caldwell, Pope, and the potential to get some draft picks if I okay. get rid of Kuzma okay. and Montrez. I don't know how you figure Montrez Harrell is a starter, but I, you no, know. No, no, he, Because he was sixth man of the year last year. He was what? I'm sorry, but you said he was what again? Sixth man of the and year. And the sixth man plays. the beast who came off the bench. He, he's off fine. the bench and plays after the first five. Right. So For the Clippers. For the Clippers, so right. the, so, so what you're saying is Wizards, he's a starter. It's Wizards. I, I have a problem. They're both in the ERS. That's the one. So, so, okay, right, so, so I got I got a, I got, a, I got an undersized a- power a- forward that averages nine points uh, and like eleven rebounds. But that means I'm that puts double, me over the top. No, no, he averaged a double double. Did Brad want to be here? Did Brad want to be here? That's what he got paid. The year before last. When he got paid the year before last. And then they got to figure out how that doesn't work with the LeBron James. Well, that's why he got traded and they uh, watched it. It's because not his lack of ability. It's the system when you play with LeBron. Does Brad want to be here? Keep it hundred. So he's going to be because he's not playing with LeBron. He's going to be 
Lakers are not the Kobe Bryant Shaq Lakers. Because Don't act like they play the same. So because he's not playing with LeBron, he's going to be a better rebounder now? No, yes, he'll be back to doing what he Cut does, which is the dirty shit, work. Man. Come on, man. They, 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 they got a bunch of... That's the problem with the Wizards. We got a bunch he, of dirt. I got one... He not sit in the paint I mean, because you, LeBron might penetrate one day. And today in the NBA... Time, let you know. Uh, uh, let me, can right. I ask this question? Find, when he misses a shot, he expects you to be can there. Can I ask a question? When he... Can I ask in today's, I'm like a fan. Okay, so in today's NBA, do I need one All Star or two, three, or four All Stars? You need at least one dude that's a goon. You need, He's a goon who will rebound. All Stars, possession, right? Let me question. Possession. Listen, basketball is math. The more you possess the ball, the more you get to shoot so, the ball. So Brad Bill. And the more you get to shoot, the greater chance you'll make more shots. So Brad that's Bill. All, that's all how the game plays. So Brad Bill and the and the accompaniment me is a recipe for success. Okay, first of all, there's only Superman and, and Hogan don't play for the other teams now. Everybody I do. Else, I got I got, I got LeBron. Got you and your 10-day you contract got LeBron and AD. The Wizards on the, and the Lakers play on two they different are, divisions. No. <laughs> they are. They all has Brad Bill. We get to play. Orlando, what you talking about? Who you? No, you are you saying who, so this? Who he won't do what against Orlando? We so this is everybody, so, we so, play everybody in the league like everybody so, else. So what you saying right now is that you that LeBron, AD, and you are uh, just as good as we have Brad been. Bill and Jr. Oh, all day. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. And I come on. Hey, until my That's a tough comparison. But I just want full disclosure. I I thought that the the Lakers trade for Westbrook was not the best. I still don't understand. Maybe I gotta see it live. They need that one. They need the goon. He's the one to bump his shoulders in the club. He control unless LeBron is about to become a second option or the the shooter on the team. I just don't see how. Won't be that because if you saw how he played with Bradley Bill this year, it was different. He wasn't. He wasn't there doing that. Hold on, you sit over there. Brad Bill was a shooter. That's what I played. He was giving him the ball. Right, Russ so, was like, "Go ahead." So you're saying that LeBron is about to be Brad Bill? No, no. Russell Westbrook is going to get LeBron the ball and do the that's, same damn thing. That's what I'm exactly. saying. But so I'm you not, are saying okay. that LeBron no, is going to no, be Brad Bill? No, but with Cal, 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 Cal Lowry, Cal Lowry been a better fit over there. Cal Lowry been a better fit for you. Cal Lowry, Chris Paul. No, we're not saying the same. First of all, Charlie's grandmama's macaroni and cheese ain't that good. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's cool. Go ahead, KG. Finish, finish. What we're actually saying is when Russell wants to go a thousand miles an hour, mm-hmm. he can get the freak points that go that way. Go. Don't dispute that. No. Go. But what happens is snapper? when LeBron gets the ball and he's stuck, he can reset. And on top of that, he actually can take that three if he if it's in his spot. And that works that way. But LeBron more than often is gonna reset. And it's about, okay, now y'all gotta watch out about where Russell's gonna come from. He's a shark. Because he's gonna move. He's a shark. Uh-uh. So it's not about the idea of uh-uh. The way we all want to see it where, hey, I just need to set up LeBron with all these three-point shooters. 
you have a shark who's going to come across and come around all the places that people don't want. That's the idea. Triple I'm not telling average, you triple that it's going to work. I'm telling Rebounds, you that's what the idea is. Assists. I'm, I'm, and I'm in somebody, and somebody has to be the two 40% shooters on that team. Who can also and play defense and they guards. And they have to figure out who those people are. They don't have to be guards. One can be a forward. One can be a guard. But they have to be two other shooters like that. Now, they already have Ariza. And Ariza is close to a 40. He's just not a 40. But he's he's a defender who will always give you a good shot anywhere. How many ball-dominant guards has LeBron played with and been successful with the exception of maybe Kyrie? I was about to say, Kyrie is the main <laughs> No, I wasn't done Dwayne Wade. That's why Lowry, Lowry would have fit better there. Dwayne Wade. I wasn't done with that. I was Dwayne Wade was not a ball dominant guard. Dwayne Wade was an off guard. Dwayne Wade. No, no, no. Even though you understand him as being someone who has always had a point guard, Dwayne Wade is a ball dominant. Let me get to the rim. Ball player. That's that, but Dwayne Wade is a slasher. That's different than bringing up the ball. No, and no, 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 I, no, I no, didn't have to watch D Wade dribbling the ball, the dribbling the shot cut. Okay, okay, so if we're saying something different, because we're saying something different, because you said okay. you said you Dwayne Wade was Are we gonna have a conversation or we just gonna talk over each other? When he played with Shaq, are we gonna talk each other or we gonna have a conversation? Because when we're talking about Wade being the guy who, you can look at your watch all you want. All I'm oh, saying yeah. is, if we're talking about the guy who always wants to get into the middle of the defense, that is ball dominant. No, it's, it's not. Okay. It's not. Ball dominant is a motherfucker that dribbles the ball, the ball all yeah. around and how much time you have the but he did Ladies and that. gentlemen, this has been a great podcast. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to have a difference of opinion. That's how the barbershop is. Uh, shout out, says that we wind this joint down, JR. Hey, uh, shout out, man. Just being back with my guys, man. Um, looking forward to y'all celebrating with me tomorrow. Yeah, um, you know, on my big day. All right. But um, other than that, day, man, man. What's your big day? Oh, uh, man. It, well, actually, my birthday, man. So. Um, oh just, just, oh it's, it's great, it's great, it's great coming out. Hey, easy, get, get back here, man. <laughs> and, 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 hey, er, 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 hold it down, man. But we miss you, boy. We, get back. We, we need to control uh, the the animal house. Hex, shout outs. Shout out to everybody who supports us. Uh, shout out to everybody who uh, is, is trying to push forward some kind of type of change, and um, so we can actually see it. That's it. KGZ. I want everybody who's listening to this, ever heard this, about to hear it, don't want to talk about it, scared of telling people, damn, I got some people who's really dope, and all that shit, I just want you to speak up, talk to people that you know, because we have the same fucking arguments you have. <laughs> you don't Be real and be optimistic about the fact that what we do every single day is important and if you don't do it if you act like it didn't happen you are hurting everybody around you 
Because what we do every time we do this podcast is about helping our people every day, every time. I, I think Easy would be proud. Well said, bro. Um, as my brothers have shouted out at everybody, I, I thought long and hard about um, even bringing this up. <clears throat> um, I like to consider myself a, a a deep thinker and a researcher and when i hear somebody's name uh enough time it it gives me the uh, gumption to want to go do a little bit of research <clears throat> this week i saw that um the afl cio uh president his name was richard trumka <clears throat> passed away this week um, and what really garnered my attention was the the president of the United States the speaker of the house um, and the Senate majority leader all gave him shots out <clears throat> which made me want to do a little research to learn a little bit more about who this individual was um, and it made me understand in my research that this this man was a pioneer for working people um, um, not the uh, big money conglomerates not 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 the top one percent but for the people that are like you and me that go every day to uh, make a nine to five living <clears throat> a union living or, or however you want to do it to make the best uh, that you can the best person that you can be under the circumstances that you're given. Uh, so I just want to give a shout out to somebody who worked 40 years to do the best that he could um, for people who were uh, didn't have an advocate or necessarily have somebody that could speak up for them. So a shout out to Rich Trump. Shout out. And on the last end, I got to say something about somebody who has been special to my family. And um, I'm going to need Irv to step in on this because it's not about telling who you are and where you are, but you can't let a great man fall by the wayside without you telling the people who they are. It doesn't have anything to say about what your connection to them is or anything else, but we can't allow that to go by because I know how much it means to you. And I know you, you're trying to keep your distance in this respect, but I've seen you at my house have a real respect for this man. And you just got to say something and it doesn't have to be as, um, as private as it was when you spoke to us, but I'm seeing your eyes and I know that, you know, you'd have to say something about this man because it's a tribute and you have to give tribute to people who are that important. So please. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, <clears throat> I, I don't think any one of us would ever, um, Waste a shout out on somebody that we didn't think was important, um, worth researching, um, worth taking the time out to get to know. <clears throat> and good, bad, or indifferent, whether you agree uh, or disagree with how he felt uh, about 
doing the best that he could for working families. I think he's somebody that's worth researching. Uh, I think he's somebody that's worth getting to know about. And I think he's worth um, researching the fights that he fought Say for the name. people that he fought for. So Say his name. again, and it is, I mean, full disclosure, it's, it's, it's a personal thing to me because, um, you don't have connected to you. No, it's not. Saying, it's not. It's not. I mean, somebody, yeah, so that somebody, somebody know. close to him, they can look him up. Yeah. It's connected to me. Being but, connected to you. Right. No, they my don't own, have to know that. I just want to put it out there so that our listeners take the time to even do a little bit of research yes. on their own. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? And, and what you take away from it is up to you. But like I said, I just want to make sure that, I, that I'm putting the respect on his name that I feel that the man deserves. So mm-hmm. all that being said, I just want to thank anybody that's listening to this podcast. Uh, anybody that's going to listen to this podcast. Hex. Give me one shout out to my, my nephew, man. Uh, yeah. Don't want to get too personal. My, my oldest nephew, Kenny Ken Indeed. is transferred from Old Dominion to North Carolina. Let's go. Let's go. Big Let's go. Family. He just did the last year at A&T online, but now he's going to have to go down to to, to, G, to Greensboro. Yeah. So they, they go in next Saturday. He hopes and so. I just shout out to that man and Aggie Pride all day. I could yes, sir. Aggie yes, sir. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. So again, anybody that's listening to this podcast, anybody that's going to listen to this podcast, anybody that's listening to this podcast for a high five minutes and said that's dope, I need to get back to it. Um, we're gonna keep on doing what we're doing. Hopefully, you're gonna keep on receiving what you're receiving. Hex, give me one. U D K, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I wanna go where you go, stay where you stay. I wanna grow, but you're still the same. I wanna know what you know, take what you take. I'm in your soul, only God knows the way to change. Tell me you love me, but is that the truth? Cause it's hard to tell by the things that you do. I don't know why I come back, but I do Texting you out of the blue, you're mine 